So let's talk diet and fitness, guys. What are you doing during the lockdown period when it comes to your diet and fitness? Are you missing the gym? Have you thought, oh, well, I can't go to the gym, so I'm going to adapt my fitness regime here and really give it a good go? Um, are you eating healthy? Are you not eating healthy? Are you sat on the couch watching Netflix most of the day? What are you doing? You know, are you getting in the grey outdoors and going for country walks and cycle rides? What are you up to? I've certainly not been doing enough. Um, the first three or four weeks, I had a lot of stress with um, coming out of my business and having to close it and um, just didn't have my own personal sort of well-being on my mind um i was drowning my sorrows if you like in wine and donuts and crisps and biscuits and stuff that i really don't eat usually i haven't got a sweet tooth i never really buy anything like that at the shops it's usually meat fish vegetables fruit um but yeah i've had all sorts of rubbish i've been having doritos for breakfast <laughs> um not doing a lot in terms of going out and getting out because the first few weeks we weren't very sure on whether we were allowed out the guidelines weren't clear when we did venture out um it was really crowded in areas so then you felt deterred to go out again um so yeah first three or four weeks didn't do very much at all and ate really bad food last two weeks i woke up I woke up and thought, what the hell am I doing? Um, I've got an underlying medical condition. I shouldn't be doing this to my body. I'm going to make it worse. And especially at a time like this when there are, you know, deadly viruses going around. Why am I not trying to be the best I can be in terms of health and fitness? The thing is how to do it, though. You know, I've... um, I've done Slimming World, Weight Watchers, I've done um, a million different low-carb diets, and actually the low-carb, like paleo and keto, really work for me. So, you know, I, I tend to stick to that now, and I enjoy that because I can still have foods I enjoy, it is healthy, I feel full, and it is working, but sometimes it gets a bit boring, sometimes you want a pizza, Sometimes you fancy a treat and the problem with especially keto, if you have a pizza or a burger or a takeaway, you don't know what's in everything and you kind of break the ketosis. So your weight loss doesn't work anymore and you have to reset your keto. So once you're on something like keto or even paleo, you have to stick to it. You have to adapt. It's a lifestyle change. It's not, you know, a fatty diet. It's a lifestyle change. So it's hard to do so. In terms of working out, I do miss the gym. I find the the gym really motivational, you know. I mean, what do you guys think? Um, I've tried to do these Joe Wicks things online, uh, on YouTube and what have you. And I kind of get up early in the morning and think, yeah, I'm going to do this and start it and just get bored in the middle of it. Um, I've got quite a lot of workout equipment at home, so... You know, I I sit there and think to myself, right, I'm going to do this circuit training, I'm going to do this, and then I just don't, I can't get motivated. And it's really hard. You know, I see other people on social media doing really well at motivating themselves to stay fit. So the most I've really done is I've 
been on loads and loads of country walks, done a bit of jogging. Um, we've been building a patio, so that's strenuous work. Um, and yeah, that's it. But I really want to upstep my game, but I want to do it right. And I wanted a fresh take on how we can adapt our health and fitness in these times and beyond. I spoke to our fitness expert of the week, Dylan Rose, to get his take on what we should be doing. So now I'm joined by Dylan Rose of the bodyupgrade.co.uk. Hi, Dylan. How are you? I'm good, Leo. How's it going? Really good, thank you. Thanks for um, having me so, on. <laughs> so, better than me telling everybody about you, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about the bodyupgrade.co.uk and really how you got into fitness in the first place? Sure. So I actually come from a slightly different background. I did uh, languages at university. Uh, and one of the big things for me is that my background's in martial arts. So I actually went, spent some time in China um, studying some martial arts there. And when I came back and did a graduate job and realised I absolutely hated it, I'm not, I've just not made to um, sit behind a computer in a grey suit. <laughs> Although we're doing online training, I'm now currently in a red hoodie at a computer. So but that's <laughs> just started from the bottom. Um, yeah, so with me, I decided I wanted to have more of an impact in people's lives. I wanted to do something a little bit more what I found worthwhile. So share, sort of sharing my love of training, which I've always, always been into. Um, and yeah, so I started uh, three years ago, qualified as a personal trainer. I was working in a privately run gym in North Manchester called Hub Fitness. Shout out Hub Fitness. And um, yeah, so in December, I decided I, I wanted to make this a career, not just a job. I wanted to be able to help uh, a greater amount of people and um, yeah, sort of have that have access to, to more of the world, not be sort of a slave to a location. So the body upgrade was born in January. That was a decision I made to step away from the face-to-face training and do my online training. And obviously um, due to what's going on at the moment in the world, that's become a necessity anyway. Absolutely. So basically on the bodyupgrade.co.uk, people can access online training. And in what form is that displayed? Is it through videos? Is there any kind of one-to-one Skype? What, what is so the premise, the premise behind the uh, body upgrade was to be able to take that online training a little bit more 21st century to, to really make it an interactive process, something really accessible. So mm-hmm. what we're using is brand new software that actually makes it completely interactive. It's got um, an instant messaging um, platform in there so that it's complete 24-7 contact between a client and a trainer. Um, all of the workouts and nutrition plans are completely, completely personalized. And because of the software that we're using, you've essentially got your trainer right there in your pocket. So video demonstrations, absolutely fine. Um, and completely comprehensive and personalized plans. Right, brilliant. I've got more questions about that later. Um, to be honest with you, with you saying about the personalised training, um, but really, as you've just said, obviously this pandemic has, has affected everybody mm. in so many different ways. You know, some of them are quite tragic. Some, you know, just yeah, of course, we're, we're not being able to do what we want to do. Um, but one thing I obviously have noticed is that people have adapted their lives so much. Um, maybe in ways that they never thought they would do. Um, how has the pandemic affected you personally and how has it affected business? 
it's obviously had a big impact. But as you said, people are actually adapting their lives. And I think by that, did you mean starting to bring elements of fitness into their lives, even if they weren't really into it before? Uh, well, yeah, well, different things, really. I think that I found, you know, I've seen so many things on YouTube and mm. uh, all those sort of platforms. And then I've spoken to so many clients of mine and people who listen to the show as well, people who connect with me on social media. And they're trying new things. Like you've said, yeah. how many people have you seen bake? banana bread or you know like oh my god so much banana bread i know know. (laughs) there's more banana bread than avocado toast these days (laughs) there are other baked goods you can try other things but banana bread but anyway yeah no um no look it's it's had a massive impact on i think any industry can can vouch for that but with the online training what i've found is actually it's gone from something that i've wanted to do and it you know admittedly has become something that i have to do and so you've got to kind of roll with the punches, I guess. Out of obstacles comes opportunity. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just think, look, it's a different way of doing it, but we do have the, um, the platforms um, to facilitate that now, especially with, with um, the Body Upgrade Code at UK. You know, it, it really is the next best thing to being in a gym. And um, here comes my first question then. So... On a personal level, I'm going to speak mm-hmm. on a personal level because I think a lot of people feel the same way. So I like the gym. I really enjoy going to the gym because, it, for me personally, it's escapism. Mm-hmm. It's escapism from my home. It's escapism from my workplace. It puts me in an environment where I feel more motivated because there are other people exercising. And I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, I will see the guy over the way on the treadmill working hard, I'll see the girl over in the weights area working hard and I feel like I'm going to work hard too. Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, maybe not. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe even if I can, I can access like YouTube videos and things like that and I just don't. It's really interesting you say that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, there's two ways of looking at it. Having taught in a, cl- in a classes-based gym um, in Manchester, I've seen both sides. So yeah, you can come in and you can see everybody working hard and you think, okay, right, I'm going to work hard too. This is a motivational atmosphere. The other side of the coin though, is a lot of people actually find it quite a daunting place to be. That person you mentioned on the treadmill, the person on the cross trainer, you know, they, they can also be quite intimidating people. And so what I've found is that a few people, a good few people have said back to me, um, some of my clients, is that they're taking this time to sort of not hide away, but have that time to themselves, invest that time and sort of emerge at the end, having really, really pushed themselves in their own time, in their own space, in a non-daunting environment. Um, I think the only thing, the only obstacle there is not having someone to report to. And that's where the online training comes in because then you can be kept accountable. You can be motivated. You know, I'm, I'm, not embarrassed to say that I pester my clients almost daily with what have you eaten? What have you done? Like, have you, have we done the training? I'm checking the tracking on my system because, you know, it allows me to do that, which is great. It means that I'm keeping people accountable. Um, And so that, I guess the only downside to home training is, you know, lack of accountability. So I think, yeah, you do need someone to report to. I think you're right. Definitely. I think that's the same with weight loss as well. If I go into that, like thing, I'm going to mention them, but if you've got like, Weight Watchers and Slimming Worlds and things like that. I have tried them all. I've tried them all. And to be honest with you, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of them. I think it's about yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's whether you're actually going to commit to something. You know, if you haven't got that commitment mindset, 
no matter whether you're reporting it to someone every week or going to get weighed every week to see what result you've got, then you're not going to do it. You know oh, 100%. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I, I've done really well on some of these programs, these weight loss programs. The ones that get a bad rap. Get... Yeah. yeah. No, then, of course. I get bored. I get bored of it. Oh. You know, I'll think, right, I've lost two stone. Well done me. Hmm. And then get bored and then think, well, I don't need to get weighed anymore and I don't need to do this. And then what happens? I just put it all back on again. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> once, yeah, well, that's the thing about hitting a target. You know, you don't want that to, that's to be a reason you're doing it. Okay. Yeah. You know, whether it's to, to just have sort of more confidence in your, in your life, you're going on holiday, you've got a wedding, you, none of that stuff's happening at the minute, but um, you know, if once you hit a goal, it disappears, then you need to rethink and revise the reason that you did it in the first place. It wasn't just to hit that goal on the scales. You know, enjoy your new body. Enjoy that new yeah. confidence. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, like you said, these, um, these facilities like Weight Watchers, Slimming World, that do get a little bit of a bad rap. CrossFit gets the same thing. It really is down to the person. I mean, look, everything will work. Any diet system actually will work, whether it's keto, paleo, no carb, low carb. It doesn't matter. It will work. Some of them will work better than others, and some of them will work more efficiently and faster than others. But it's all down to the person. It really, really is. And there's no blanket prescription, which is one of the reasons why I would sway a little bit more towards personal online training than things like Weight Watchers and Slimming World, where it's, you know, you've got your, your points or your sins that are all the same for everybody. It does need to be a little bit more personalized in order to get that, those extra results, that little bit quicker as well. Okay. And within your services, do you touch on diet? Do you talk to people about that? Absolutely. At all? Yeah, no, yeah. of course. So with the, uh, with the personal training, um, I also qualified as a nutritional consultant um, because that's obviously, it's a massive thing. You know, people say it's 70% diet, 30% training. It, it really can't be broken down like that. You need to put a hundred percent into each. Um, yeah. You know, you can train like an animal, but you know, if your diet's rubbish, then aesthetically you are not going to, you're not going to get where you want to be. So yeah. yeah, diet is completely personalized in every plan. And that is, that's obligatory. That's for everybody, um, you know, taking, taking into account intolerances, allergies. Um, I'm actually working with a really great um, client who is type 2 diabetic. And that's, I had to, I've had to really educate myself on, on how to manage that. Um, but yeah, no, nutrition is massively important. And from, from a mental standpoint, you know, you need your minerals, you need your vitamins, you need your micronutrients in order to feel as good as you need to feel. Absolutely. And with that comes my first question from a client of mine. Um, she won't mind me mentioning her. <laughs> Paul Michelle, she's from Cheshire. Um, she basically wants to know, she, she's used to eating junk food, okay? Mm -hmm. She loves junk food. She scaled it back, obviously, over this period of time, but she's getting really frustrated yeah. because she decided to, you know, with, with this pandemic going around, you don't know when you're going to get ill. You, you mm -hmm. don't know if you've got a bit of a sniffle, whether you've got CV. Or, you know, everyone's in panic mode. So she thought the best thing for her to do is to actually be healthier than she ever has been before because, you know, at least if she does get poorly or what have you you know her body is a little bit stronger in terms of her nutrition and her fitness uh -huh. so she said basically i've got this all written down here that she's been eating sort of like a you know five or six portions of fruit and veg a day she's been doing lower carb um because otherwise she'd be eating pizza and crisps and really? potatoes and all sorts yeah so she's she's gone low carb as in she's eating more greens 
as her carb intake um, and pulses. Um, she's not having hardly any sugar apart from the sugar in fruit. Mm. Um, she's not having like processed foods. Um, and she's been doing that for three weeks. Along with that, she has been doing like a 30 minute jog every morning and then trying to do an hour's workout class every single day that she's accessed somewhere on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. She records all the calories, um, input, output. Um, she records like, you know, what she's done off uh, a, a watch device, you know, with calories. And they're not always 100% accurate. I know that. Mm-hmm. But um, she's recording all this and she's been doing it for over three weeks now and she hasn't lost anything. In fact, she's put it on. Why? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, good for you, Michelle. Like, Well done for making that decision and obviously being proactive. Um, I would really want to have a conversation with her personally because, look, realistically, the formula is calories in versus calories out. If she is reducing calories then there really shouldn't be a reason for her not to be able to drop uh, stubborn weight. But, you know, depending on Michelle's age as well, which I'm not going to probe into, there could also be hormonal (laughs) reasons that make it a little bit more difficult. Failing that, underactive thyroid is a thing as well. What I would say is, look, Mm -hmm. she's not lost weight. Okay. Her body shape may also have changed that. Weight is a very, very poor indicator of how well your diet is doing. I know that sounds very weird, it's controversial, and it goes against everything we've believed for the past however many years, well, since scales were invented. But the fact of the matter is, body fat percentage is a much, much bigger thing. If she's working out for an hour a day, she's doing her jogging, she's eating her fruit and vegetables, giving her those micronutrients and essentials, electrolytes, um, and having more organic food, without a doubt, regardless of, regardless of weight, I know she is a healthier person. She probably feels less lethargic throughout the day. You know, that 3 p.m. slump, that horrible need to have a nap feeling. Um, Guarantee you she's healthier. Her heart will 100% be healthier, which puts her at a lower risk of cardiovascular diseases. Um, And yet, you know, the premise of this whole thing of her new program, wasn't it to to be healthier and be at at lower risk of contracting a disease? Because if so, mission accomplished. Mm. You know, unless unless she's yeah, got a bungee jumper or a boxing match coming up, weight does not matter, right? If she's happier, healthier, yeah. I bet she looks better in her clothes. I really do. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know about that. <laughs> I do know that she did say she feels a lot so better. That... She feels a lot sort of more motivated. She feels more awake. She feels like she's got more Absolutely. energy. Absolutely. She'll have done herself so... the world of good. What I will say is, Maybe rather than having that sort of blanket prescription of, okay, I'm going to eat all these fruit and vegetables, but fruit's very low in calories. I know people are quite scared of the sugars in fruits, but realistically, you know, fructose is not the same as the man-made glucose rubbish that people are piling into themselves. Um, What I would say is if she wants to step up the nutrition, then don't go for the blanket prescription. You know, get someone, get someone to help Mm. you, get some guidance. Mm. Hint, hint. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm sure she'll be happy with that answer and uh, we'll probably yeah, grab you for some more information because she is motivated. She sounds really motivated. All you've got to, all you got to yeah, be is a proactive person. And if you've got someone to give you some guidance, then just follow the process. But yeah, I'm sure we could step up the diet. <laughs> okay, cool. So I now have another um, question from Shanice and she says... 
protein powders, yay or no? Completely matter of preference. If you look at what's in a protein powder, I've actually got a PhD uh, diet way with me right now. It's a convenience food. You absorb it quicker into your body. It's great for a post-workout. Realistically, just think of it as a powdered freeze-dried chicken breast. There's nothing special in a protein powder. If you enjoy them, if you want them for convenience, if you're not really a foodie, then fine. Personally, I prefer to eat my calories. Yeah, definitely. I I see so many people in the gym. The gym I go to has got like a cafe and stuff and an eating area. I see so many people in the gym downing a protein shake after their workout and then going to order something from the cafe well, so anyway. The You've obviously got time to eat. So just eat. Exactly. And I don't, I don't get it. And I've never taken anything like that because I don't get it. And I've always been like, well, what is it all about then? What's so the look, point in it? First of all, if you are going to have one, please, 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 anyone listening, try and get an organic one that doesn't have a thousand um, synthetic ingredients in there and full of sugars. You don't know what you're pumping into your body. You cannot get better than animal protein, one ingredient, here's a chicken breast, here's a fish fillet, and it's nicer, and it'll keep you full. Protein shakes are fine, but realistically, just trendy. There's no real reason to have one unless it's a convenience thing, or you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, go for it. Absolutely. But that's the thing. I think that it is about researching, isn't yeah. it? It's like, do, do, you want, do you want to come on this? Do you need convenience? Or are you going to look forward to your meal? I do that. Like, if, if, you know, I do like a heavy workout, I plan in my head what I'm going to have for my lunch or for my dinner or whatever. And I look That's what pushes me through a workout. workout. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, also yeah. we've got so much more time to ourselves at the minute to make things other than banana bread. Um, but we've got all this time <laughs> right now. Experiment with some healthy cooking. I don't understand why you would have a protein shake. I've got some with me now, literally for convenience. And to be honest, I've not touched it in weeks. Um... Yeah, the other, yeah, so other supplements like branched-chain amino acids, BCAAs and creatine and everything that people are pumping into their bodies, strip it back. You know, at the end of the day, work out, eat healthier. You don't need it. It's a very trendy thing to do, but it'll yeah. have very little, if, if any, bearing on your results. Absolutely, because you need your vitamins and minerals to stay healthy too, yeah. not just exercise and what have you. You know, you Absolutely. need good food, don't you? You need fuel, so... Okay, so let's go back to input versus mm-hmm. output. Okay, so I have a question. This is this is going to sound ridiculous, but I have been building a garden patio <laughs> from scratch, right? And I have never done it before, and it is heavy work. It is, honestly, it is like a workout mm-hmm. in itself for six hours a day, nonstop. How big is your patio? Okay. <laughs> Massive. Okay. <laughs> But basically, we have I've, I've dug out the ground to about sort of twenty five centimeters um, for about uh, I'd say about forty square mm-hmm. feet, um, and then filled it up again halfway with stones, and then filled it up again with cement, and then been laying these really really heavy slate paving slabs. Okay, so constantly mm-hmm. at it, heart rates up heart rate's down again when you kind of stood around waiting for things, heart rate's up again and this has been going on for like five or six hours a day for the last seven seven days, okay? Mm -hmm. I've been eating healthy because I've not been well Mm -hmm. lately and um, I have made sure that I am sticking to a certain diet. I've been keto 
I've been doing, I've been doing keto for a long time. I've even built a website of keto um, because I believe in it, and it actually personally works for yeah. me. Okay, so I've been doing that, and I haven't lost <laughs> any weight at all. Okay. So the same as Michelle, we had this conversation, <laughs> and I, I'm thinking about the amount of sort of food I'm putting in my body. I'm counting my calories, plus I'm also mm-hmm. on low carb. And then the amount of output, the amount of exercise I am doing at the moment yeah. is ridiculous. What the <laughs> What's hell going, is on, going my body? on my body? Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, first, calories in and calories out, that's the golden rule. You need to also be in a calorie deficit, obviously. So I know you've changed your diet and it's a little bit better. How many fewer calories a day are you eating if it's being tracked? Oh, well, I mean, I never know, like, what you're supposed to have every single day. I think there's a guideline. So apparently my guideline is, like, 1,700. I've probably been eating 1,000. 1,000? But my... A thousand, okay. yeah. But I'm full. I'm full mm-hmm. though. Um, I do a lot of intermittent fasting as okay. well. Okay. So what what's your window with intermittent so, fasting? So I don't eat anything after eight o'clock at night. I don't eat anything before okay. twelve. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. What yeah. I would say is <laughs> this is gonna sound controversial. Dropping your calories drastically isn't always the way. Okay, so I know you're doing sort of okay. that manual labor, which is phenomenal working out. You know, there's nothing to say that, you know, doing your squats or deadlifts or bicep curls or uh, presses, whatever, is the only way to work out. That's one plane of motion. What you're doing is a workout all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be that trainer and say, maybe you're putting on muscle. Um, but no, realistically, again, it's weight. It doesn't indicate a hell yeah. of a lot. You know, your body shape yeah. can be changing. Um, what I would say is if yeah. you're full, then fine. If not, and you do want to get maybe mm-hmm. a few more calories and just healthy ones just to sort of keep you more energized, I would say go for sort of more calorie-dense food if you're on keto. So um, like nuts and coconut oils and, and avocado and that kind of thing. But um, yeah. I would say, look, if you feel fine, keep on going. Keep on going. But what I would say is if you were a client, I would ask for a three-day food journal. Three typical days. Yeah. Um, exactly yeah. what you're eating, exactly what you're drinking, and when, and yeah, take it take it from there. But you need to go in a deficit. If you don't know where what you're supposed to be having, even if you've dropped your calories, and you're still above where you need to be, because you were way above before, mm. then you see how that mm. that confuses things. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to take you up on this, Dylan. Let's go. I know metabolism mm. has a lot, a big part to play in this because people's metabolism, you know, can really have an effect on whether they're, they lose weight, put on weight, you know, don't get as many results uh-huh. as other people or better results than other people. So just, just give me a little snippet about metabolism and how I know a lot of people who are dis- disheartened yeah. about this because they can work so hard and actually they're not doing anything wrong. They're doing everything right, but it's just not working. And it could be because of that. Your metabolic rate, your basal metabolic rate dictates how hard you need to work and how hard you need to diet. Some people are just blessed. Everyone knows those kids at school who just were just in the best shape all the time. I was not one of those kids. I had to, no, I had to really work. Um, 
yeah, look, of course, some people are genetically predisposed to having to work harder. The, the bright side of that is that you're not genetically predisposed to failing, to not being able to do it. You just might need more guidance and a little bit more willpower. Met metabolism, yeah, it does hold you back a little bit. It can hold you back a little bit, but it is not an excuse for failure. It's not an excuse to not be able to do it. It's just an obstacle. And like no. I said, out of obstacles comes opportunity. You just need more guidance. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, you know, with your website and with your services, it's about sort of catering to the Completely individual, yeah. their individual needs. Yeah, and, and seeing what they struggled with in the past and what have you. Well, that's it. it. So that this actually works. That's why I would ask yeah. for a food journal, and I always, always have done. Because then I know your history, I know your yeah. habits. And I also know how to make yeah. things a little bit more accessible, a little bit more easy to follow for you. And we can, we can really sort of work yeah. together as a genuine uh, trainer client rather than just, okay, I've downloaded this thing from a website because it's worked for someone else. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So my last question then really is about exercise in itself. Now, I, again, have seen so many people and I've had conversations with other people about this um, in the gym and they seem to have some kind of routine. Some people uh -huh. don't have a routine. I notice that some people are doing the same routine mm. over and over again. And I'm, you know, might be going to that gym for six months and I don't see any difference yeah. in them whatsoever. Um, I've talked to people about their goals. I'll never make comment on people's goals because it's rude. But I've talked to them about the goals and I don't, I'm, be, I'm being honest. Yeah. Like I told you, it's going to be a frank conversation with me. I uh -huh. don't see the difference. So there are different exercises for course, different yeah. body shapes. There are different exercises for different goals. Explain it to me because. I'll say no. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. I see, people... I, 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 I see so many men. <laughs> lifting these heavy weights and making the most yeah i got a shower world, it doesn't count to, to tell everybody that they're there <laughs> i don't see a difference so what's it's actually there? it's actually really simple the fact is what works with exercising two things muscles respond to two things okay something called time under tension mm -hmm. which is the amount of time that you are actually performing a movement and that shows that's yep. so that is all down to technique if your time under tension mm -hmm is good enough then you can obviously you're concentrating on the different phases of the movement a lot of people who are making all that noise just throwing weights around completely zero technique <laughs> and they're just going to hurt themselves <laughs> and if not they'll just get no results um the other thing is progressive overload the biggest thing in the world is progressive overload when it comes to letting your muscles respond whether you're trying to lean up build up anything um your progressive overload is massive what that means is you need to be progressively overloading or adding to the um the exercise that you're doing so if you're going to be do if you see people doing their bench presses then they also need to be adding weight um and adding some more tension uh through you know performing the movement for a little bit longer of time um yeah, you need to be changing yeah. things up you need progressive overload and that goes for anything progressive overload with hill sprints is do a few more hill sprints progressive overload with running is add a kilometer you know you need to be changing things up yeah. because your body will stop responding to a stimulus after a while it will it will it will consider it it's it's natural normal state and you will you know for want of a better word plateau so the reason people aren't getting the results because they're doing the same thing over and over and over again is because their body requires more. Yeah. 
there needs you got to change, change it up. And even, like, even you can actually perform the same exercises over and over and over and over again for a year, five years, 10 years, and still get the results. But you need to be progressively overloading. You need to add that tension. You need to add the weight and add some intensity. And also stop being boring. Like, do change it up, though. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, do change something up. Do something else. They're like... Uh, classes and stuff like that are really cool, aren't they? They've got so much stuff going on now. You know, obviously all the different cycling classes. There's what's that one? Is it barre, which is like oh, barre? It's actually yeah, barre. There's um, bar, bar, South bar. Africans that I've actually been to a class and it was hard as hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I know, I know, I know. If you're dancer friends of mine, that obviously they dance all the time, but then they've tried that and they're like, "Oh my oh, god!" Oh, it's just yeah, intense. it's completely targeted. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? It's just trying. Why not? There's, there's, all the time. there's so many yeah. things on offer now. So the excuse of, you know, when when exercising used to be go for a jog or lift some weights, fine, maybe you didn't like it, but it's got to be something for everyone now. Absolutely. So the, the key to this is, you know, try new things and make sure that you are at least doing something. A hundred percent. Look, I mean, just take this time, invest that time in yourself. We're able to now spend a little bit more time with family, obviously a lot less time with friends. We're able to experiment with a little bit more healthy cooking because we have got that prep time. You know, take this time now where you're essentially out of the public eye, out of the world and work on yourself. You know what I mean? Get, get some guidance. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about sort of self-help and self-awareness and well-being. And uh, I think it does a lot for the Massively. mental state as well, doesn't it, Dylan? I mean, the gym is therapy to a lot of people. It really helps my mental clarity. Mm. Yeah, me too. So give me your five top tips now for fitness. Fitness under house arrest. And... <laughs> and... And beyond, though, like, if you think about how it's going to change when we get back to it, what are your well, What I really hope tips? won't happen is that the people who have started to train now and when they have other things to do with their lives, that they stop. What I really hope is that people get themselves into it. So tip number one would 100% be find something that you do genuinely enjoy because then there'll be more longevity in it. You know, you'll, you'll be doing it for a long amount of time and you keep it up and you'll be healthier. Number two, I would say, like I said before, the progressive overload, keep challenging yourself. Don't just get stuck in a rut of, oh, okay, I'm going to do 10 press-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 squats, a few burpees. You know, change it up. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself for time. Say, okay, for a minute, I'm going to do as many as I can with perfect technique, obviously. Um, and keep challenging yourself. I would say um, be resourceful as well. You know, not having, um, not having all the gym equipment to hand is not, it's, it's an outdated excuse to not be able to work out. You know, you can be resourceful. Yeah. There, are, there are plenty of ways that you can work out. Um, get yourself some guidance. I would say get yourself some guidance and get yourself somebody to keep you accountable, someone to report to. I think that's, that's one of the things yeah. that made me pursue what I'm doing now is that offering that guidance and being, you know, pretty much to hand at any time allows people to feel like they've got that backup and that guidance from someone who's actually you know, qualified and experienced. So yeah, definitely. That was like four or five points, yeah. But that's fine. And, and the thing is, I think what you're saying with the guidance as well, it's, you know, people might sit there and go, oh, but it's going to cost me. The gym costs you money. The gym costs you money. And you probably spend every month on the gym and don't go. <laughs> so you're wasting your money. At, at least with something tailored like this, 
you know you're spending your money and you're actually getting something from it because you've got a dedicated Absolutely. person there you know who's 100%. Got your back, right? someone who's got your back who can keep you accountable and responsible and like you said people do spend money on gym memberships being a member isn't enough you know with with some online training <laughs> at least you also have a tailored regime to follow and a deadline and someone to give you that kick up the ass a little bit um yeah so with that in mind let's talk about your 90 day challenge yes. on your website okay so what i've done is put together a 90 day challenge that's 12 weeks that's going to take us right to the beginning of august um so hopefully it'll be nice and sunny and yeah so what we get there is the challenge is you're going to take your before pictures. You don't have to send them in until you're happy with your after ones. And yeah, for the next 90 days, that's 12 weeks. You get a bespoke nutrition and training plan to be done at home with zero equipment. You get access to a member's area on my site where you can collaborate. You can swap some ideas if you want to, but you also have a tracking system. So you've got your schedule on my website. Um, you can report in, you can put results there. And there's an instant messaging system, which means I am pretty much at your beck and call. I'm going to sleep eh? like maybe three hours a night. So, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's um, a few people already signing up. And then, um, you know what? It just gives people that little bit more purpose. And then, do you know what? It's going to be the beginning of August. We're all going to hopefully be, you know, fit and healthy and let's just see what we're capable of. Let's see what we can do in the next 90 days. Let's get some positivity out of this situation. Absolutely. I encourage everybody who's listening to this to try out uh, Dylan's way of doing things. I certainly am going to. Fantastic. Why not? Um, so, yeah, just, just tell everybody out there where we can find you. Apart from so apart from on my site, you can find me on Instagram at Dylan underscore MCR underscore fitness. Dylan's D-Y-L-A-N. Um, and yeah, other than that, uh, the body upgrade at gmail.com with any questions, any queries, and let's get this done. Thanks to Dylan there. I found that really educational and really motivational. So yeah, I encourage everybody, come on, let's get fit and healthy. Well, guys, it's that time in the show again. It's time for Bexo Facto. Did you know that melanin is responsible for determining your eye colour? Did you know that 1 in 110,000 people have albinism? Did you know that sweat is odourless? It's the bacteria that causes body odour. Did you know that you lose between 20 and 100 hairs every single day? Did you know that skin accounts for around 15% of your body weight? Well, there you go, guys. Another five amazing facts from Bexo Facto. Can't wait to see what she comes up with next week. So, obviously, physical fitness is so important. Diet is so important. But I think one of the most important ways to keep fit and healthy is to ensure that your mental health is in a good state. At this time, more than ever, we are struggling with adapting to a situation that we never thought would happen. 
And I think it's quite hard for not just some people, but all people in some way. One of the ways I ensure that my mental state is in tip-top shape is by ensuring that I connect with people, connect with family and friends and keep talking. If I ever feel low, I make sure I reach out. And I know this is harder for some people, but it's really, really important that if you feel low or you have any issues at all, to try and reach out to others for support. One of the people I definitely speak to every day is my brother Alex and I wanted to let you all in on the kind of conversation that we generally have. Hey Ali, you okay? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I've just been speaking about um, mental well-being on the podcast and I was just talking about how important it is to stay connected to people, um, family and friends, etc. So... Um, I said I was going to call you anyway so we're just sort of talking about how important it is at this moment of time more than ever it's important all the time but more than ever it's important to make sure that you are connected to loved ones friends close acquaintances and connect with new people as well really yeah definitely I mean right now this is just our normal everyday chat we chat like every single day don't we yeah Um, and it's, it's good for me because, one, I'm in London and all my family are in Manchester. So it can be a little bit lonely. But just to vocalise my feelings, um, it doesn't mean that I'm looking for an answer. Sometimes I just want to vent. And this, how many times do I call you and I just go on and on and on and on and on? And then I go, OK, yeah, I'm done now. Because it's just good. It's just <laughs> good to, like, get yeah, it out there it rather know. than bottling it up. So, yeah, it, it's definitely beneficial and and something that I practice every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying that um, they ring their grandmother every fortnight. And I thought, every fortnight? That's ages. Yeah. You know, like, just as a family, we speak, like, nearly every day. And some people might think that's excessive. But I think if you're close anyway, you can't get to see each other as usual it's just nice even if it's like a five minute phone conversation that day it's only five minutes out your day you know and I mean it's not I think it's it's difficult though because I have so many friends who just generally aren't as close with their family and you know like and that's just and you have to respect that like if if they're not going to speak to their if they've not got that, that relationship with their grandmother and they're not close and that grandmother's never really been there for them yes it is a time where you can sort of like try and build relationships from afar but mm. you know everyone has their, their different ways and I'm sure they have friends and other people that they speak to every single day to one make sure that their mental health are okay and vice versa um it's, it's, it's a bigger picture I think than than just going oh how come you don't uh, spot, speak to your grandmother every single day like we do do you know what I mean Definitely. But I think what I was trying to say at the time to them and what I did say was, oh, you know, because they said, oh, really close to my grandmother, I really love him. And I just thought, well, show them more, but show her more because it might not just be about you. It might mean that if she is getting a phone call every day or every other day, mm. she'd feel more appreciated. She'd feel like she, she could sort of reach out a bit more maybe herself when she needed to. Yeah, you know? So I think sometimes people getting they they stay in their bubble there it's 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 like um what what we say about not acknowledging each other on the street 
Like we're, we're so focused on our own lives and our own issues that we don't think about how it could benefit other people if we reach out and think about them. So yeah, I get what you're saying there. Like it, it probably would change their relationship, how they communicate, and also just make his or her grandmother feel a lot more secure and supported at a time like this. Absolutely. So it is, it's good to reach out. And we've been talking about health and fitness in general, but I was just saying how important mental health is as well. Mm -hmm. So my thought process is obviously part and parcel of making sure that we are all healthy is is by talking to people, telling people how you feel. You know, if you've got something to say, don't keep it all bottled up inside. And I know it's easier said than done for a lot of people, but try and change your way of thinking. You know, contact somebody that you feel comfortable with contacting and just say, can I have a chat? You know, you probably find that you'll get a really positive response. Well, you know, it's funny that you said that because a couple of days ago, a friend who were not majorly close and we're like, we met each other through other people. They actually called me. And at first I, I missed the call. But when I did see the missed call, I was a bit like, mm, okay. I then messaged them saying, oh, did you mean to call me? Thinking it might have been an accident. And he was like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to call you. Call me back. So I call him back. And he reached out specifically just to remind me that I'm not alone. And um, to let me know that he's there. And it would be really good to chat more and get to know me even more but more but above all if I ever need to uh speak to someone he wanted me to know that he was there and I, and it really actually like it did something to me do you know what I mean I put the phone down and I was like okay I was like that was that was nice like I felt That's lovely yeah, yeah. I, felt, I felt positive and I felt supported um and it's it's funny because I don't tend to do that myself and it when when he called me it made me go, you know what, like, I need to go off and reach out to other people. Um, and even a couple, I, I, well, I say that, and then a couple of, I think it was like a week ago, I reached out to one of my distant friends um, just to catch up with her. And she's been through so much. I had no idea, especially with the pandemic. Like, she has unfortunately lost people. Um, and you just don't, don't have any idea. You have no clue if you don't take the time. Absolutely. I think we all need to like take a lesson from this mm -hmm. and try and connect with people that, you know, have a look. Like, I know it sounds, it sounds a bit old fashioned, this, but have a look through your, your address book or on your phone or like past messages because you've got the time at the moment. I think, God, I've not spoken to that person for ages. Connect with them. You don't know, like you say, you don't know what's happened. You found out that your friend has been through an awful lot and actually she may have needed you. You know, and it is it is weird. And I think that at this time, I've definitely taken on board um, and learned a lot about myself and learned a lot about other people and how we're communicating, how we should be communicating more and how it benefits people. So that really helps my mental state, talking to, you know, loved ones and people every day, um, doing this podcast and connecting with, you know, the wider sort of, audience as well yeah. helps me yeah. this is part and parcel of it isn't it i'm communicating something yeah, absolutely. so we all really need to have a try and uh, tackle that um so generally the show this week is about health and fitness like i said um we've touched on mental health awareness but we were really talking about diet and fitness as in physical fitness mm -hmm. 
Um, I spoke to our finished expert of the week, Dylan Rose, who had some really insightful um, education for us, really, on how, you know, we can adapt our fitness to the best of our ability at home and whether actually this will change the way we work out and look after ourselves in the future. Now, I said personally, I find going to the gym really motivational. So it's like an escapism for me you know, to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I know you're a gym bunny. You love the gym. You Every time I speak to you, you're like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym. Now, you've not been able to. How is that making you feel? Um, at first, well, well, just to say, I haven't actually stopped working. So I work in a juice cafe. So I've been there six, five or six days a week. So I've not been in the house the way everybody else has. Um, so I have been out and about keeping busy, but not being able to go to the gym and and do what I normally do, have my routine, it's been jarring. Like it's been very very difficult. Um, I find it I find it so hard to stand in my living room, sweat my ass off doing a hit class, get a shower, and then go back to the same living room and then sit there and relax. <laughs> I just don't. Exactly. I don't know what it is. I just can't. I, I, there's something about it that's really not the one. Like I really don't want to do it. So then I decided to buy myself um, a foldable bike. So instead of getting on the train every single day, I'm doing like a eight mile ride to work and then back again, um, which has which is, it's definitely yeah. helped my um, it's helped my stomach go down. It's helped my my chin go smaller. It's, yeah, but also <laughs> my, my mental health, like it's helped a lot. Um, yeah, definitely getting out there and it saved you money at the moment yeah but the problem kind is, is that I'll, I'll do that and i'll be like oh so i'll buy something else online <laughs> but yeah um i'm 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 happy that i've done that but it's i because i am finding it very difficult to work out at home yeah and we were talking about that earlier because you know some people can do it some people can't you know yeah. i was saying i've definitely tried to adapt to doing more fitness at home and i'm the same difficult as well i think you know, when you've got a family and they're pottering around doing things as well, you sort of go, right, I'm having the living room for half an hour and you put on like something on YouTube and you get all your kettlebells out and all this. And then the next minute they're in there eating the sandwiches, staring at you. Well, <laughs> it's really, really uncomfortable. There. I tried to work out in my garden and I have a big family next door and I felt like I was giving them a show. Like they were just all sat there eating their food. <laughs> me with the gobs open i'm like at least get up and join <laughs> on, guys and then even even yesterday um my best friend tr- um, wanted to do a barry's barry barry m boot camp in the morning because they do it live on instagram i went into my yeah. um, living room started doing it and instantly i get a, a, a knock on the door from the neighbors downstairs saying oh you please stop jumping it's very early guys it was 11 it was no it was 10 30 not early but you know that's that's just my opinion um so it was diff- it's difficult to even not only do you not want to do the workout but also there's so many obstacles and people gawking at you yeah definitely i think if you've got your own sort of dedicated space it's it's easier yeah, you're lucky in that than way. it is <laughs> when you're trying to like make space for your, your you know your your workout kit and yourself jumping around and you've got you know dogs cats <laughs> kids husbands wives yeah. grandmas wandering around neighbors etc 
Anyway, because obviously this show is about health and fitness and because we do a podcast every week, um, I had this idea that we would have different features. So, you know, we've got Bexo Facto and she gives us like very interesting facts every week. Um, I spoke to you because you are a musician. You're a singer and a performer and I think you're really talented and you like creating. So you like writing music and songs and lyrics, etc. And I thought it'd be really interesting to get you to do a little jingle every week based on a specific topic. So I've asked you this week to come up with a jingle to do with health and fitness, which you have done, which we'll listen to in a minute. But first of all, just tell everybody a bit about your musical background. Um, so since like 2012, I was a lead singer in the West End. I, I was really fortunate because I came out of university and went straight into um, West End and started touring the world with Thrill Alive, um, the Michael Jackson musical. On top of that, I've released like two of my own original projects, which currently are not online because I've just got a name change so I need to um, resubmit that to my distributors and it will be up very very soon um, okay. and alongside that I just tend to write music create like every other artist you know I'm on the climb I'm trying to go off and make a name for myself um, I've, you know I have had some really successful experiences um, even towards the end of last year I went to Indonesia for three months and I performed in a residency in a hotel there so little things I've been very lucky and fortunate and I'm still on the climb that's me Alex Co. Cool it's cool so before I play this jingle that you've created for this specific podcast yeah. uh, with the topic of health and fitness just tell everybody where they can find you on social media and that if they want to get in contact okay so it's literally my username is official Alex Co. And that's Kilo Oscar, not C O, and it's not Cole, it's Alex Co. <laughs> everyone always gets it <laughs> wrong. Because everyone always gets it yeah. wrong. <laughs> official Alex Co. <laughs> that's it, just KO, yeah. guys. Like, okay, but backwards. Yeah. Very simple. Oh, dear. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks so much for chatting to me today. I am now going to play your song in the section of my podcast, which I want to call Alex Sings. Oh, amazing. Okay. Well, thank you for the call and I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Alex, Alex Sings. I want you to squat, deep squat to the beat. Keep up your heart rate. Move your feet, burpee jump into a job, but remember to breathe. If you need a break, a few seconds all you need. When your eyes sting with sweat, wipe it up with a towel. Get yeah. back into it before lunch, cause it's less than an hour. Keep yeah, on, yeah, stay on, yeah. push, push through it. If you wanna get fit, this is how you do it. And after any exercise, wash up with a shower. No time for smelly underarms or crutches, please don't be sour. Stay home, stay safe, eat smart to your class. Make a shake, chill out, pop on Leo's podcast. Oh, I love it. I gave him a topic and he delivered 110%. Really talented, off the cuff, creativity, brilliant. What we want to do for future weeks, guys, is get you involved in the Alex Sings segment of the show. We want you to each week suggest what Alex sings about and he will create a jingle that you have suggested. 
the suggestion box will go out on my Facebook and Instagram. That's Lee Oko Creative. And also on my personal Facebook and Instagram, that's Leona Kokenmo or Leo underscore KO underscore eight. And you can suggest what Alex sings about. If you get picked, Alex will create a bespoke jingle that you picked. And also you get to come on the show and introduce him. How about that? So get your suggestions in tonight, guys, when the post goes up. Anyway, thanks so much for joining me today. Today has been a long one, hasn't it? A really long show, but I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And remember, guys, please, please stay home, stay safe and stay connected. 